Welcome to Momentum, encouraging women who follow Jesus because your leadership and influence matters. This is Denise Harlow, and today I have a friend of mine with us. I'm talking to our guest, Sue Ann Cordell, who is both a pastor's wife, a highly successful businesswoman, a Jesus follower, and an entrepreneur, really um, amazing woman. I'm so excited we're going to hear from her today. So first, Sue Ann, thanks for being here. And why don't you just tell a little bit about you and your husband, Randy's ministry, where you're at, and how long you've been there, that kind of thing. Okay, well, thank you so much, Denise, for having me. I really am honored that you would ask me to come on your show. So Randy and I started in the ministry way back in the 70s, but we've been in Nashville since 1991. Uh, We started with a very small church. There were about 42 people there at the time. And what he didn't do, I did. You know how it is when you're a small church. Yeah, yep. Sure do. Well, as we began to grow, more and more people came on staff, and there were less things that I had to do in the church. I absolutely loved it, but God was calling me into a different area. He was calling me into the professional world. Mm-hmm. So tell us a little bit about, you know, what that was, what that looked like as you kind of transitioned into that. Sure. So when we first started in Nashville, it was, like I said, a very small church. And financially, I really needed to be working. Mm-hmm. So I started off in a very small booking agency. We were in Music City, USA. What a great place to be. Yeah. So I worked in the Christian music industry and... The small agency that I was a part of was purchased by a larger agency, and I was part of the deal. Oh, so they wanted you in the package, huh? Right. Oh, was, that's pretty good. It was part of the deal, exactly. So when I went over to this larger talent agency, I worked in the Christian Music Agency or the Christian Music Department for a while, and then I went into the administration side, and that's when I began to climb the corporate ladder. In the middle of all of that, I was still working with my husband alongside of him as we were building the church, Lakeshore Christian Church. Then about this time, some more things start happening with that job. So I'm in suspense, so keep telling me. So it really is quite a challenge to be a pastor's wife working in the entertainment industry. I can't imagine. I can't imagine. But you know what happened was I really learned the importance of being who God had called me to be. I was growing in my walk with the Lord more and more because I was seeing so many other people that had made a decision to put their jobs before their commitment with the Lord. So what I decided I needed to do was really spend a lot of time with God every day. Mm. I like to say that I had an appointment with God that I continue to have today that I will never break. I may change a doctor's appointment. I may change a hair appointment, but I'm never going to change my appointment with God because I need it more every day. Hmm, that's good. I mean, all of us actually need that no matter what we're doing. So it, it was just like your lifeline to God to keep you fueled up as you were working in the secular world, it sounds like. Absolutely. And I absolutely love being a pastor's wife. So I would work all day 
at my job, and a lot of times I would be teaching a Bible study at night, or I would teach a Bible study at 7 a.m. in the morning before going into the workforce. And I just loved doing both, but it was quite a challenge. Yeah. So did you have any children that you were raising through that time? And, And kind of fill us in on that a little bit, how that worked out. So when we moved to Nashville, our daughter was 13 years old and our son was 10. So they were in, she was in her teenage years, Heather, and then Bobby was going into his teenage years. Um, It was quite a challenge because we had a lot going on with a growing church, me working outside the home. But you know what I loved the most was my husband and I worked on this together. Yeah, it was a team ministry. Absolutely, Mm -hmm. yes. Even though you were working all day somewhere else, you still viewed it as a team ministry. Absolutely. That's good. That's good. So so you had your um, daily time with God. So um, you said that really helped you like keep your spiritual integrity as you did your jobs. I mean, were people surprised by your attitude at all or how you approach things as a believer in Christ in the workplace? I mean, well, I really think it makes a difference because, you know, I tell people this all the time. You can't expect a non-Christian to act like a Christian. However, as a Christian, I was expected to act like a Christian. Hmm. So when people would come into my office, they knew I was a Christian. So they expected me to handle things in a certain way. And it really does help you toe the line when you know they expect you to do things a certain way. Yeah, that's, I mean, that could be true in in any area as a, you know, a, a school mom, if they know you're a Christian, you know, are you going to be honest and raise your kid with integrity or as a neighbor, how you treat your neighbors if they know you're a Christian? Um, sadly enough, not everybody views that expectation as a responsibility, but that's really um, cool that in that field, you know, you stood your ground. I mean, do you have any examples you can share with us? Well, you know, the language sometimes can be pretty bad. Sure. And I, I joke about this a lot. I heard and I still hear so much of that language mm-hmm. that I can just see myself in a nursing home years from now, <laughs> sitting in a wheelchair and all these things that I've heard through the years start coming out and they say, who is this woman? But, you know, I really think it's mm-hmm. so important for us to put on the full armor of God every single day oh, yeah. and understand the importance of making sure that Satan does not have an opportunity to cause us to fail or fall. I'm not perfect in any way, shape, or form, but I do strive to live my life with excellence, and I strive to have a really great attitude because I do believe that that is the secret to success in whatever you're doing. Hmm. Have a good attitude with what you're doing and love life. Yeah, I really like that because so many people just view things, oh, this is the hand I was dealt, poor me, and, you know, just get on this negative mindset and feel sorry for myself instead of just looking at the good around them and just approaching life that way. I love that about you. Um, I, I know you also viewed your job, honestly, as a ministry, um, to be light, an opportunity to be light in the world, Um, Can you share even more about that? Mm -hmm. 
So every day when I would get up in the mornings, as I said, I would have my appointment with God. I knew that God had put me where I was. There was no doubt about it. And there were some times when I would just look up at God in the middle of a situation, and I would say, God, why in the world am I here? Hmm. And he would show me why I was there with something that would happen during the day. To be a light in a dark world just simply means to me to be the best you can be. Love people where they are. It's not our job to judge them. Mm. Our job is to treat everyone with dignity and respect, whether they do or not, to have the integrity that allows people in the workforce to give you responsibility because they know they can trust you. I had a, um, a guy in Beverly Hills that called me one day when I first went into one of the positions I was in. He said, Sue Ann, let me tell you the secret to your success. Now, this was not a believer, but a very strong businessman, very powerful in the music world. He said, the secret to your success is to be consistent with everything you do. And I really try to do that with everything. Mm -hmm. I try to treat everyone with dignity and respect. Mm -hmm. I try to be consistent with everything that I do. And my reputation, I want to be one of such, if Sue Ann Cordell tells you this is the way it's going to be, you can count on it to happen that way. Hmm. And I think that's so important for us as pastor's wives, as mothers, as women in the workforce, be consistent. So when someone hears you say something, they know they can count on it to be accurate. I like that. I like that. We need to hear that and have that reminder today. So um, one thing I would like you to give a little advice for is how did you find time to minister alongside your husband or volunteer at the church and raise your children and, you know, make sure you had food or, or, you know, the regular stuff, get your kids to their activities. Um, How did you work all that or balance all that out in your life? Well, I like to say that I am the busiest person that I know, especially when I was raising my children. I wrote a Bible study several years ago called Simplify, and it was mainly for myself to figure out how I could simplify my life. And I compartmentalize things when I'm uh, working on something. I would have a list of all the things that I needed to do every day. It was very important for me to be at the ball games when mm-hmm. my children were playing, when my son was playing football or my daughter was cheering. It was very important for me to be by my husband's side on Sunday mornings and any time that he was out doing something representing the church as often as I could be there, I wanted to be there. One thing, though, that I think really was important and is still important for us I am my husband's biggest cheerleader. Mm. And you know what? My husband is my biggest cheerleader. Mm. And as a result of that, that. Mm -hmm. yeah, and as a result of that, our children are also big cheerleaders for us and we are for them. So we understood that we kept a balance, but there were some times that we had to miss certain things. But we all knew how excited we were for each of us to do things that we knew God was calling us to do. Yeah, and it sounds like it was more the exception than the rule if something was missed, and they knew that. Mm -hmm. They knew that because you all were on each other's side, had each other's back, were cheering each other on. 
The other thing, too, that was really important for us when our children were younger and all the way through until they graduated from high school, we had family night. Tuesday night was always family night for us, unless, of course, there was an emergency at the church or something was going on like that. But we didn't have to spend a lot of money. We got very creative with that. But family night was very, very important. Also, date night was very important. Once a month, the last Thursday of every month, even now, is date night. So if I would have someone come into my office and say, I really need to meet with you and I have to meet with you now, I'd look at my watch if it was Thursday, the last Thursday of the month, and I'd say, I'm sorry, this is date night for me, and Mm -hmm. we'll have to meet in the morning. And that was a top priority for me, still is a top priority for me and my husband and our children now have followed in our footsteps and they have family night at their house as well. Oh, that's great. That is so great. And it was a great example to your employees how that you need to keep your marriage and your family as a priority above careers or work or money, whatever it might be. Right. Have fun. Just Do the things that are most important in life, have fun, and live the life out of every day, whether you're working in your job during the day, or you're with your children, or you're with your husband. Love the church as much as you love anything else, and it will come through. So, Sue Ann, did you ever feel guilty for working outside the home or the church, and and how did you handle that? Well, I love that question because, you know, so many times as a pastor's wife, we do feel guilty if we have a desire to want to work outside the home. Mm -hmm. And early on in my ministry, our ministry, I was happy, but I struggled inside because it was like, why, why am I happiest when I'm working outside the home? Why can't I be like the pastor's wife that is staying at home? raising their children, being a a housewife, why can't I feel good about that? I tried it. I was miserable. Hmm. Well, I started speaking on a topic at church for the Women's Ministries group, and it was a six-week Bible study entitled, Will the Real Me Please Stand Up? As I was speaking on this topic, I realized God was working on me. My very favorite scripture became the chapter Psalm 139. I began to realize that God made us all as pastor's wives and leaders for women differently. Absolutely. And I realized I really made a better pastor's wife working outside the home Mm. because I tended or I, I felt like when I was not working outside the home, I tried to run things that weren't really in my area that I should be taking charge of. And I really was better off as a pastor's wife and more supportive when I had my own thing that I was doing outside the home. Yeah, because God gifted you a certain way and you need to lean into those gifts that he gave you. Exactly. And we all do. Mm -hmm. We really do. And I've had a lot of pastor's wives that have come to me and said, you know, I mean, I majored in marketing and I really would love to work in, in marketing. I said, well, why don't you do that? God put in you a desire to do something, and you can influence so many people by doing what God has designed you and created you to do. Yes, and we need light in the darkness. 
We need light and Christ followers in every area of our world. So you have powerful ministries wherever you are working. Absolutely. So that's I like great. to say with God in the driver's seat, you can have the ride of your life, but let God be the one that determines what you're going to do. And don't feel guilty if you're not doing things the way other pastor's wives are. Yeah, that's good. That is great. So Sue Ann, why don't you share uh, where they could find your Bible studies and the website that you have? So why don't you share with our listeners? Sure. So I have a Bible study entitled Simplify, and it's it's a life anchored in purpose. I also have one called Social Graces, a practical guide to surviving the holidays. You can purchase those books on Amazon. You can also purchase them at Shineworthy Tea, and that's like the drink, shineworthytea.com. Or you can um, order them through sueannecordell.com. Oh, that's great. So we are so glad that you shared with us, Sue Ann. I I love this woman. We met several years ago, and I just admire her and the calling that she felt to be a light in the business world. And her and Randy are phenomenal in their ministry. So anyway, thanks for being with us. Thank you. It's been a pleasure. Thanks for tuning in to Womenum. For more information and encouragement, check out womenum.net or deniseharlow.com. And to receive added encouragement through the week, you can follow me on Instagram or Facebook. And don't forget, your leadership and influence matters. 